Hello and welcome. We're Femme Noir. This show is all about women, specifically in film. We are going to review and analyze movies that are written by, directed by, or starring women. And we can't wait for you to join us. Tune in and listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome back to Femme Noir. I'm Serena and today I'm super excited because we've added another co-host to the podcast. Um, So today um, you guys are going to be hearing from a very good friend of mine and fellow cinephile, uh, Whitney. Hello, hello. Um, I am so excited to be here. I've been listening to this since the beginning, um, so now to be on it is just freaking amazing. Um, True fan. <laughs> yes, truly. Uh, but a little bit about me. Um, I went to film school, like most people. Um, <laughs> like I most am... people, lol. <laughs> <laughs> most people that I know. <laughs> um. <laughs> I am a screenwriter producer, so when I talk about movies, you'll probably hear me talking a lot about the plot, um, behind mm. the scene things, uh, budgets, what it would take to get something made, stuff like that. All the behind the scenes camera stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That is that's that's the stuff that I'm interested in, and that I'll I'll probably like look up, just because I have to know how they did something. Yeah. Which is awesome because I feel like I definitely, I definitely talk about like the plot and like writing and stuff, but I'm definitely more intrigued on like directing styles and like acting and all that stuff. So I feel like I talk a little bit more about like that and like cinematography a lot. If it's <laughs> like, what are bad, I'll talk How about that. character. <laughs> See, if it's good... If it's good, then I tend not to notice it because it's doing its job, um, directing, yeah, yeah. cinematography, acting. But if it's bad and it stands out and it's pulling me away from the things that I like, that's when I notice it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I know. I'm always like really shocked when I actually like notice something. I'm like, wow, the sound design is so good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, why did I notice that? Because like you're not supposed to. But then at the same time, you're also just like. But that was really good, though. Sometimes, <laughs> like, sometimes I'm so glad I studied this so that I can know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! My degree has given me some form of self fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. All right, so I'm excited because this is <laughs> this is a movie I think that both of us have like we watched. Not for the reasons of it being the action movie or Predator related. <laughs> so there's been seven Predator movies. Because we've got Predator and that one was the one with the... Uh, was it like Arnold Schwarzenegger? It was like in the 80s. Yeah, so you had the original Predator, 1987, with Schwarzenegger. I'm pretty sure it's Schwarzenegger. I, once again, I've not seen any of these movies. <laughs> Uh, then you've got Predator 2, Predators, with an S, because who needs a 3? There's more. <laughs> the Predator, because once again, who needs a 4? The Predator, was that the one that came out? Oh, that was the one that came out in 2018, The Predator. Yes. That's the one with, like, Kegel, Keegan, Kegel? <laughs> Ke- 
Keegan-Michael Key. If you say so. And I think the one guy from Moonlight, the, the main guy from Moonlight. Then they've got the two crossovers, Alien vs. Predator, <laughs> Alien. Aliens vs. Predator, Requiem. Um, you've got the comics, you've got video games, and apparently they've got numerous novels because who just doesn't want more more Predator? Is Predator not also an alien? Uh, like different why? aliens. <laughs> so the alien aliens. It's a different type of alien. Yeah, different type of alien. Alien aliens. Oh, because aliens was the like the one the like Xeno something or whatever. Aliens are the um the chest bursters, the face huggers. Yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that um pretty much everyone grows up with uh as like I want to say it's like their first horror movie, um and probably yeah because it's like because it's it now i feel like it'd be more of a it'd be labeled more as a thriller than a horror um yeah but alien yeah alien with sigourney weaver is love yes that it god is fairly still so much fun (laughs) yeah they they're fairly different than these guys because i think like Mm -hmm. it feels like alien is mostly about reproduction and this is just about hunting. Hunting? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, mm-hmm. I haven't seen The Predators, but this is going off of word of mouth, what everybody what says. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, because, like, no, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I would probably have to say that... I am probably more of an alien fan than Predator. I've seen the first three aliens. <laughs> I know I've seen them yeah. all, but I don't remember them all. That's fair. Like, I just remember the most recent. Well, the yeah, because we just watched Prey. But I just remember the last, like, the one that came out in 2018. Predators. Mm-hmm. The Predator. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, that one. The Predator. Um... I'm like, number four. <laughs> that one was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Like, I remember sitting there, being like, watching the movie and being like, this is so dumb. Like, I was taken completely out of the film. <laughs> and I was like, this is dumb. I, <laughs> like, I watched the whole thing, too. And I was like, really? Yeah. So that's, I mean, honestly, that's probably the movie that made me not want to watch any of the Predators. Um, because I'm not a horror. I'm not a horror fan. I hate horror. I am a big old scaredy cat. I don't like being scared. I love horror. I hate it. <laughs> um, and so people are always talking about like, oh, it's an action movie. I'm like, okay, but do you get scared? And they're like, well, yeah, the alien's scary. And I'm like, then I don't want to watch it. <laughs> um, but the alien's scary, <laughs> lol. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, like when I was uh, asking people this, it was some guy trying to be like, trying to like be like impressive, essentially um like oh i watch yeah i was like the only people that have talked about predators to me have been guys yeah exactly like they will explain the whole lore (laughs) of the predator movies and i'm just like bro that's true i literally don't care that is so true oh my god like i have never had another woman talk to me about predator i've never talked about predator until right now (laughs) i don't think I have either. I think the first, and to be fair, like the first person who I heard mention prey was a woman. 
So. Yeah. How did you hear about Prey? Uh, TikTok. That's how I hear about movies. I, everything I hear about is pretty much TikTok oh, nice. or um, some type of um, spam email. Because <laughs> I'm I'm signed up for so many different, um, typically screenwriting emails. So I'll get invited mm. to um, script breakdowns. Um, yeah. And uh, so if like a sequel is coming out, they'll do a script breakdown of the first movie. Or if it was just released, like Top Gun 2, and it did really, really well, mm. then they'll do a script breakdown of both the first and the second. Nice. Um, so they'll they'll also send out random emails that list movies that are coming out, or I'll get like Hulu, Netflix, or HBO saying like, "Hey, we're gonna release these movies these month this month." Um, so that's here how I hear about my movies is <laughs> through spam emails and TikTok. <laughs> it's okay. I pretty much get all mine from like Instagram. Or, like, in the theater. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> like, that, those are the two places. I don't know what it is about Instagram and movies, but anytime I see something on Instagram related to a movie, I immediately don't want to know about it. <laughs> For absolutely no reason. That's so funny. For absolutely no reason. <laughs> I just... If I'm on Instagram, it's not because I'm interested in anything movies. It's probably because I'm doom-scrolling. Ah, uh, that makes sense. No, I go on Instagram specifically to be updated about <laughs> pop culture things. I'm like, I follow all the news people, all the like publicists, journalists, whatever. And then I also follow like all of the like critics, like, or not all of them, but as many as I like want to follow mm -hmm. <laughs> as, you know, like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally. Like, I don't know why, but that is... Yeah. Occasionally, I do go old old school. Word of mouth. I'll watch movies because of word of mouth. Um, This one, yeah. I watched. I will too. Because you recommended it. Like, I saw a lot of good stuff on TikTok about it. But because I hadn't seen any of the Predators. And um, I wasn't interested. I'm just, I figured, oh, you know, not my type of movie. Um, but then I'm glad I did watch this one. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I was surprised because, like, I think I saw it on, like, I saw it on Hulu as, like, a like a trailer or something. Like, I didn't even know that it was a Predator movie. Like, I just saw Prey, and then I saw the indigenous woman fighting something, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> that was my immediate thought. And then I saw some, one of the other, I follow... Some other people that give like updates on um movies that are like that are they give updates on films that like are coming out or have just come out mm -hmm. and they're like box office reviews and stuff. Um, but specifically movies that are like kind of groundbreaking for like diversity and inclusion and stuff. And so they were like, dude. Prey is one of the first, like, action movies ever to have, like, an all-indigenous, like, cast and an indigenous producer, and, like, they actually did their research. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, I'd watch it just for that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what I watched it for, was 
because I was like, yeah, that's dope. One of, <laughs> so just speaking of, because it is about an indigenous tribe and they wanted to make it as accurate as possible. Um, one of the things that mm-hmm. I actually really liked about this film was um, the buffalo scene. Um, when she comes across yeah. the the field of dead buffalo and they're just skinned and everything else is just kind of left there. Um, I was, I mm-hmm. immediately remembered this. Um, I think it was like a firsthand account that someone had written down uh, from um, an indigenous person uh, regarding, you know, why they hated white people, rightfully so. Um, and it was almost like word for word what had happened in that scene was they had just come across this field of bloody buffalo and just the skin was gone. Mm-hmm. They had done nothing with it. They were just left there to rot. It was all wasted. Um, they didn't care for the life that they had just taken. Um, and it was just for, I think with this account, yeah. it was just, it was for sport hunting essentially, like not even for like the pelts. That literally makes me so angry. Like, I was so mad in that scene, but even just, like, every time I think about it, I'm just like, jeez. Literally, freaking colonizers, man. Yeah, so they, I mean, I, they boiling. I they definitely did their homework. Um, they definitely uh, did it right. Um, so I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that we got to see this, yeah. and it wasn't buried. Um, like, I feel like a lot of movies like this can be. Yeah, like, I know they had a little bit of an issue with it because they shot it to be um, a theatrical release, to be, like, released in theaters. But it ended up being streaming only. Do you know why? Which kind of sucks. But, like, at least Hulu was, like, good about marketing it. Yeah. And, like, they actually, like, like it's the first thing you see on Hulu. And they, like, direct you to it, like, in as many pages as possible as far as, like, user, like, as you're using their apps and whatnot. Uh-huh. So that was, like, maybe the only, like, eh, of course they wouldn't put it in theaters. Like, come on, guys, really? Yeah, do you know? They could have. Like, I don't understand what, like, what it would be, like... They're like, oh, yeah, well, if we if we stream it, then, like, it gets into more households and it's, like, easily accessible. And it's like, dude, it's going to go to streaming platforms either way. Yeah. Like, if you put it in theaters at some point, it will. And it's like, you don't even have to wait that long anymore. No, yeah, a lot of so that like, is changing huh? because of because of the pandemic. Um, but is that is that really why they didn't do the theatrical release? They just wanted to recoup essentially their profits faster. Probably, yeah. Cause he had he actually apparently the director he had like a really small budget for this. And you can kinda tell a little bit just like based off of like like you don't see the predator guy until uh like he kills the bear and the blood's pouring all over him. Like, you don't see his full form until then. And also, why did this predator look just like a guy? <laughs> because he was. Like, I feel like all the other predators look a little, like, more alien-esque. And this guy was just kind of, like, a big dude. I, well, I mean, first of all, he, he was. Um, once, so... What happened was yeah, I. Why was he so muscular? Well, so what happened was I watched um, Prey, and then because 
because the universe loves coincidences and I'm sure our devices are listening to us. Um, uh, on TikTok, I started getting a lot of prey videos and movie reviews. And one of the ones mm-hmm. that came up um, that was I was actually just truly fascinated with was a behind the scenes of the guy um, in the Predator suit. And you just so they 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 showed the director um, blocking him on set and having him do a couple different things so that when the cameras were rolling, they know exactly what he wanted to do. And it and he's like Mm. he's actually taking off that helmet piece. His mandibles are like actually moving like that's not CGI. I don't know how they did that, but that was fascinating. Um, That's kind of dope. Yeah. And that's really all it is. And then there was one where he like actually spun the axe um, and caught it. So a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff that he's doing really is just this actor. Um, and part of the reason that he did does look more normal. So I had to write this down. Um, well, I looked it up because they mentioned in the movie, and then I couldn't remember. So then I had to write it down. But um, <laughs> the actor, his name is Dane. Deligro, he's 6'9", which is already insanely tall. But the reason that he looks more human, in my opinion, is because he's five and a half inches shorter. So he's almost a half foot shorter than their original Predator, who was uh, seven seven feet, two and a half inches. My goodness. So he looks more human because he's more (laughs) (laughs) human-sized. Oh my gosh! Wow, jeez, six nine. Yeah. Sorry, I like forget that people can be above six feet. Like, I don't believe it. I think my cap <laughs> is kind of like six. Like five. I know it's a thing. <laughs> like I definitely have relatives that are over six feet, but like, really? Yeah, they're they're all like so are... tall. Wow, that's crazy. Like, I see them, I'm just like, there's no way you're not, like, a mutant of some kind. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're the mutants, and that's why we're, like, shorter. I, so I'm 5'2". Technically, I am average size. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was average size. I'm 5'4". I'm I'm on the small side of average, but um, I refuse okay. to be called petite. <laughs> That's funny. So, if you haven't guessed yet, we are talking about the film Prey, which is the newest movie in the Predator franchise. Um, it is directed by Ta- Dan Trattenberg, starring Amber Midthunder. Um, and yeah, it's it's um, I think it's one of the first films actually definitely like action um based and like horror sci-fi whatever to be an all indigenous cast um and i say that by saying like the cast are people that have names because i think we'll find out later that there are some like frenchmen (laughs) um but there's only one of them that has a name a story that revolves around naru who is played by amber midthunder um, she's a skilled Comanche warrior, um, and she's trying to prove herself as a hunter. She finds herself having to protect 
her people from a vicious humanoid alien that hunts humans for sport as well as from French fur traders who are attacking her people and destroying the buffalo they rely on for survival. So that's a quick synopsis of the film. Um, yeah, I guess before we get into it, um, is there any like movie news or gossip that you want to talk about just like in the sphere of movies? <laughs> um, one big thing that I have absolute feelings on is the Batgirl movie that was shelved um, because it was not good. Uh, essentially, Dude. DC Warner Brothers um, filmed this whole thing, uh, spent millions of dollars on it, and then decided that because the test screenings didn't come back good, they would just shelve it. They wouldn't release it. No one would see it. The director doesn't even get access to it. Um, and they just they're counting it as a tax write-off. Despite really... the fact. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, yeah. why? Does, well, no. That does, doesn't make sense to me. This is, and this is coming from um, two studios who have a history of, of refilming. Making bad movies? Making bad movies, yes. And refilming those bad movies. Uh, just look at Justice League <laughs> and then the Zack Snyder like, Justice seriously? League. Seriously? Uh, Morbius, which was absolute dumpster fire of a movie until the memes took over. It's still a dumpster Ugh. fire movie, but then the memes I took over. It. <laughs> um, it's it's a bad superhero movie. That's that's all there is to say like, about it. Come on, like they were like, oh, the ratings are not great, and it's like, bro, were you expecting good ratings? Like in the first place, again, you made Justice League, and then you released it again. Not just like, Justice League. They did on. Suicide Squad, which tanked yeah. so horribly. They had to remake it and then put the in the beginning to make it seem so just slightly stupid. different. <laughs> yeah. So they've this this is and this is still once again coming from studios whose uh, highest grossing superhero movie is um, actually that's not true. I don't know the actual gross numbers, but um, review wise, at least. Most people absolutely love Wonder Woman. Um, mm -hmm. th both one and two did fantabulously. And woman-led superhero movie, um, both period pieces, uh, which <laughs> do cost more to film. Yeah. So a big, um, a bigger money pit, a bigger money, you know, expenditure. Uh, both recouped their, their budgets and made money. Um, meanwhile, they're over. They're out there making bad movies, and then uh, the one movie too that they haven't released that has had so much drama um, is the Flash movie <laughs> with Ezra Miller. Dude, literally. <laughs> and they're still going to. They're still going to release that movie, and they're even talking about. Re oh, they are said, they? Yeah, they, know they give him like an ultimatum of like, oh, they can either go to like rehab. He is in and rehab. like get their life together and stuff, because that was that was I'm sorry that was low key. I was like, what in the world is happening right now? <laughs> he went off the. Deep I was end. like, I was like, what is Ezra Miller doing? Yeah, he went. And I was like, like I would send it to my like siblings like every update I got because I was just like, bro, what's happening right now? I was like, they are literally just going bonkers so like with, it started with like really small things where it was like oh yeah they um 
they like got in a fight. They choked like, someone oh. out in uh, one of the European yeah. countries a couple years ago. So before, we I think that was before chair. Justice League. Yeah. Um, and Bro. then they had all the Hawaii incidences, and then he was grooming that young girl, uh, and then he took her like hostage on a farm. Um, I'm not entirely certain about that last update because every <laughs> yeah they definitely like, said something someone. different yeah um but they were talking about even refilming that at first they said we're not going to refilm it it will cost far too much money um but then as they started um going more off the rails they were talking about using um uh like cgi and stuff to just replace it with a different actor Oh my god, no, please, please don't do that. <laughs> but I didn't hear about the ultimatum, whether, like, if he went to, if Ezra Miller went to uh, therapy, they would still release their movie with him. With well, it was like a it. three-pronged, like, thing. They were like, oh, if they go to therapy, we'll consider, like, releasing it. Um, They have to, like, commit to, like, actually, like, getting, like, going to rehab and doing like the full program if they're going to continue like to release the movie and then it was like if they don't they either won't release it or they'll like pull his name pull their name from it interesting interesting i wish they made the flash their tax write off movie um instead of batgirl because they would have absolute justification too um yeah they would and and part of it is you know part of it there's always going to be that voice in the back of um your head wondering like oh is it because it's a female superhero movie because i know it's like yes ezra miller is non-binary but like they play barry allen as a man they do so that and anytime dc particularly uh, Marvel definitely gets it too, but DC, it seems to be worse, makes um, any type of female superhero, they just get shit on um, yeah. because of the toxic fan base. Dude, um, they're so bad. I So I actually got to work for DC at Comic-Con. Um, I got to work in their booth. I got to work some of their um, events during Comic-Con and their panels. Um and I never went a single day when I didn't get some guy coming up to me in full, um, in full like DC merch with my staff pass, even staff on my shirt, handing stuff out, like clearly working for DC. And they come up to me and they try to like test my knowledge on the DC comic books. And I would, I'm actually proud of myself because, well, I'm proud of myself because I answered them all correctly. But to be fair, they were also very easy questions. Um, wow. And they were they were just trying to test me to see if I was like some type of fake fan. And I kind of like, wanted. Why? Well, <laughs> why I'm, does it I'm, matter? I'm looking at this person. I'm like, and I I held my tongue so often, but I wanted to just be able. I wanted to say like, we are both at a convention for comic book nerds. Does it matter <laughs> what we think of each other? Can we not just enjoy this? Like, take your freaking grab bag and go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, well, so... Oh, but so also, I mean, Mar like I said, Marvel gets the same thing. Captain Marvel saw um, a lot of 
uh, bad reviews and bad things coming out of it, um, typically yeah. from from males. Um, she Hulk right now is getting um, review bombed. That's right. Too. They actually, I saw um, someone had a really good take that um, I'm going to pair it back, and I wish I could remember their their tag, um, their social media tag. But essentially, um, they they're they were saying that one of the big concerns that men have right now is that um, everyone knows how hard it is to be a woman, especially now after the Me Too movement. movement. Well, apparently not, because I definitely had an argument with a dude like a couple months ago. <laughs> well, that's the who thing. Who thought men had it worse. That's the thing. What people don't realize is a lot of these movies aren't and TV shows aren't just for the people who are watching um, inclusive movies, who are talking to their girlfriends, their sisters, their moms, um, females in their life. They're not just people who listen um, to the other <laughs> side. These are talk. These are targeting um, people who are honestly just young. Um, because they're superhero movies. Superheroes have always usually been targeted at a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look at young movies, the fir- young TV shows, the first thing I tend to think of are after-school specials. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, the lessons that were taught in, um, oh gosh, what's the family movie with the Olsen twins? I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, Mary Kate and Ashley. Yes, that was the Olsen twins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which um, one? But they they both played the little girl, Michelle. Oh, Full House. Full House. Thank you. I can't believe I forgot that. Um, I was like, which movie are you talking about? <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the TV one where show. they go to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that one. Um, but the they like Full House talked about um, a lot of struggles. They talked about drug struggles. They talked about um, growing pain struggles, hormones, puberty, um, and you know those were that was mostly a family of girls that they were raising, mm-hmm. and you saw a lot of those echoed again in. Um, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, um, Saved by the Bell. Then you saw it again uh, echoed in Lizzie McGuire, That's So Raven. Mm. Yeah. Um, And then I'm kind of aging myself here. But after that, I I stopped watching a lot of those after-school specials. But you can't tell me that it's not going to be argued again and again. Like, these are are shows and movies that are going to be targeting people who haven't seen this stuff before, who haven't had the chance to listen to it. So it's not that yeah. they're trying to beat a dead horse. It's that they're trying to educate the people who haven't already had that education. Yeah, because it's like, they're not going to get it in schools. No. <laughs> we can't get no. anything in schools <laughs> that actually matters. <laughs> yeah. Schools schools are very limited nowadays on what they are allowed to teach. Which is... Disappointing. Mm. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> <sighs> but it's so, fine it's fine it's yeah fine. so it's it's <laughs> when you fine. when people argue about whether something's too liberal or too woke i think they need to look at why it's being said um yeah and not where it's being said yeah i'm also just confused to like why is it too liberal slash woke like what what's the 
problem. You're stating a fact. That's like state, that's like saying the blue sky is too woke. Like she was just stating a fact. They spent maybe five seconds on the matter and then moved on. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand why that's a bad thing. I don't understand why they're spending so much effort and anger and emotion over five seconds. Yeah, I don't know, man. The five seconds where she's like, I'm a woman. I deal with this all the time. Yeah. I have to deal with condescending men all the time and cat callers. Yeah. And she's like, I could literally die, which is why I literally have to control my anger all the time, which is why I am significantly better at it than you. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, I was living for. And I was like, dude, really? Like, they're they're going off about that? <laughs> I, like my well, guy. What I liked was they showed it in the beginning um with the guy's cat calling her at the bar outside the bar yeah and, and with the stupid guy it. in the office yeah fuck that guy that's like you should change the whole thing yeah no, no i, I think mean, you should let me deliver way. it like why should he deliver it just because he's a man like she's it up, dude the person the person who is presenting the case is typically the one who um presents <laughs> the closing arguments like legally blonde didn't do that but legally blonde is um a national treasure and should not be criticized um <laughs> <laughs> period but uh yeah i mean typically like it, it made it seem as if she's the one presenting the case therefore she should be the one to present the closing argument so the fact that that guy just wanted to step in and grab the glory at the last second was uh <laughs> too much like men want to do all the time yeah, which oh, is I'm sorry, like men them. have done all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. Literally so annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I definitely watched that episode, and I'm excited to watch the... Like, I'm actually kind of excited to watch the next one, because I didn't actually... Like, I didn't hate it. Like, I'm going to be honest, a lot of the, like, newer things that Disney owns, the, like, pilot episodes have been kind of boring. At least, like, to me. Like, they're kind of slow. I, and so, well, like, that, watching this one, I was like, oh, this is fun. That's, um, I think that's just because everything for them right now is just so formulaic. Um, oh, my God. It's pretty bad. Yeah, everything's a formula for them. Everything kind of has the same tone. I think one of the reasons that She-Hulk, this first episode, um, in my opinion, was one of the better first episodes is because they were establishing a new tone. Um, yeah. They've... I they... think it's also... Maybe because she's older than a lot of the other ones. Like, a lot of the other ones have been, like, kid heroes. I'm... The only thing I can think of right now is Miss Marvel. Because... Um, uh... I think I'm thinking of the Hawkeye one. Oh, I forgot. I mean, that's about kind that of one. a lie. That's kind of a lie. She's younger. She's younger. She's. I think she's supposed to be college age because she got kicked out of college. Hmm. Um. But yeah, she's younger. Miss Marvel's younger. Um. Then you had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They're they're older. They're they're established. Which honestly, okay, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. People slept on that. Like they I'm did. not gonna lie. That one actually told, like, I'm not, like, I think I've told a lot of people this. Like, I love Black Panther and what it's done for, like, Black people in the Black community and everything. But mm -hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier actually showcased 
more of just what it's actually like to be black in America. Yeah. <laughs> and I like th- there's they they didn't shy away from it. They actually talked about it. They had the the scenes where he gets mistaken for being a criminal when he's literally next to a wanted criminal and he oh is literally a superhero that has been on TV and everywhere and they're like, "Oh shoot, sorry man, I didn't know it was you. I was about to shoot you though." Like that literally is a scene that happens. And he's like, are you joking? Me- well, meanwhile, uh, I'm pretty sure that they've showed literally every other Marvel hero out in public getting recognized almost instantly. Um, mm-hmm. That was part of that was actually part of Hawkeye um, was yeah. he couldn't even sit in the theater uh, without someone recognizing him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a very good point. But anyway, back to what we were saying about She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even remember at this point. Um, she's older. Um, and they were establishing a new tone, which I think helped with the change of uh, that first episode, where it was funnier, it was more engaging. Um, yeah, I think they actually marketed it as a comedy. They... Or, like, put it as part of the genre is comedy. Like, it's in technically the comedy genre. How did they... Whereas, like, the other ones are just action-adventure. Oh, even Miss Marvel? Because that was, in my opinion, that was pretty funny. It was funny. I honestly don't remember. Because that one, that one hit more more towards home for me. Um, because I'm half Syrian. So, mm-hmm. um, while she's Pakistani, um, a lot of those, the cultural... Um, beats hit for me especially the food the food is very (laughs) similar um and uh i and i don't know if it's just because i know more of that culture or similar culture that i found it more funny but uh i if i had been asked to label it i would have labeled that as comedy yeah it it was pretty funny (laughs) Um, I'm interested, though, to see how they take the rest of She-Hulk, because one mm-hmm. of the biggest concerns that people have had is um, how they tell the story in all these TV shows now, where it's not um, each episode is its own story. It's each episode is part of a larger story. So the yeah. whole season is essentially an eight-hour movie <laughs> instead of eight different stories. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that about this one where like it ended on a way where you can like it actually ended on a good bubble of like, okay, we told the full story and now you get like a glimpse at what it is now, but like if that was it, you technically didn't need any more to like understand that she was the Hulk and everything. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But we'll just have to wait and see. Um new episode comes out soon. Um Tomorrow. So fingers crossed. Yeah, tomorrow. So fingers crossed that they keep up the momentum. Yeah. All right. I guess we've talked a lot about other movies, so maybe we should start talking about Prey. <laughs> yes, for sure. Because um, Prey was, like I said, uh, Prey was a good movie. I enjoyed it far more than I thought I would. Um, yeah. I was surprised. Like, I thought, I like, I'm not going to lie. I, like, sat down to try and watch it, like, a couple times, like, just to press play. 
And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm not in the right mindset. Like, I feel like I'm going to be, like, bored or, like, they're going to do stupid things and I'm just going to be angry the whole time. And I don't want to be angry. But then I finally, like, sat there and watched it and I was like, oh, I'm actually so invested in this. I, so, I I don't watch movies, or I tend not to like, should I say, I tend not to like movies that are action for action's sake. Um, so I tried very hard to make um, an effort to watch this movie earlier in the evening mm-hmm. because I have very thin walls at my apartment and um, I tend to just crank the sound on all my movies. So I I was afraid that I was going to get like a midnight wall banging from my neighbor saying, you know, <laughs> turned on the movie. But because, yeah, but because they focused more um, – on just the plot the character development um and just the struggle to survive Mm -hmm. they they didn't have a lot of those explosions they didn't have a lot of just like the pure fighting of you know throwing people through trees and you know having it splinter into a thousand different pieces (laughs) because that's how physics work Yeah, no, I think that was definitely, I watched the the English version, but there is yeah. a version of this where you can watch it with the Comanche dub, um, which I've heard is awesome. And like, I honestly might go back and watch that too, because what not? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's a, who, like, why not? Literally. Um, Especially if yeah, you have like, the time. Oh, yeah. Like, support, 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 support. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like, I thought it was... Like, it was so much more of a survival movie. And then when I was watching it, I honestly couldn't, like, remember the last survival movie that I'd, like, watched. Oh, that's a good point. Um, I've watched a couple, though. I like, can't have there tell been you... any recently? Uh, streaming. Uh, s- straight to streaming. Oh, wait. Um, you know what? I take that back. I watched that one with, Angel- with Angelina Jolie in it the fire one that's a good one which actually yeah i thought that was fun i that might have been like the second or third to last that i've seen um that's that's it's survival movies is kind of like my mom's bread and butter so if (laughs) i'm ever you know spending time with her and we don't have anything to do uh we'll we'll pull up hulu or netflix um yeah no i was just like i don't remember the last time i saw like a survivor movie especially with a woman in it and then i was like I'm generally not a big fan of, like, Survivor movies. Um, Probably because the majority of them are just, like, white dudes surviving in a place that, like, other people have just, like, lived in, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, ex- like, literally, it'll be like, oh, this is, like, some, like, native land. And then they're like, we have to struggle to survive and it's like oh woe is him it's like dude this is literally someone's home <laughs> like bro yeah. maybe you should stop being such a dick <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like come on dude like really so yeah but that's definitely something they didn't do with this movie and i really enjoyed just how like yeah they shot it as in like their home and like everything that happens to her in the beginning of the movie like before she technically like notices like oh there is like bad guy and i have to find bad guy otherwise he will get you know people i love um 
like before that happens she goes through a series of just like survival things and they all end up being relevant to how she defeats the predator in the end which i really loved because that doesn't happen often like a lot of times it's just like sheer luck you know like oh we just happened to fall off a cliff at this time (laughs) they set that up oh i just happened to have like a like a bale of snow fall and kill the mountain lion before it ate me kind of a thing (laughs) yeah they set that up pretty well though um and i really like how they did it because it was it was fairly subtle in my opinion where Mm -hmm. they're trying to convince her to to give up hunting um not because she's a girl at all not because she's a woman but because um she's just not good at it (laughs) that's what and that's what they say and of course she's not good at it because they're not training her which no one yeah. takes to mention, but um, it's I the think one there's thing. There's an she... element too mm-hmm. of like, oh, she's like a hunter, or not a hunter. She's like a healer, and they're like, well, yeah. if you're like our healer, then we can't like lose you. You're too valuable. <laughs> I wouldn't so much say that they don't want to lose her. I would say um, the fact that from what I remember from my schooling days. Uh, is that medicine women tend to be very respected. Um, yeah. And one of the uh, people that they just revere, um, mm. typically. So I think it was more of just trying to keep her safe because they knew that she had so many talents. Um, yeah. And once again, less not so because she was a girl. Yeah, like, and I think this also is another reason why I liked it a lot more than I would have thought that I was going to because like I did anticipate the fact like oh she's gonna be surrounded by guys at some point and they're gonna like make fun of her but her brother actually kind of stood up for her and was like I like she's actually a really good tracker and she's a healer and we kind of need both of those things if we're gonna do this so maybe don't just write off my sister like that (laughs) and then she's like okay like there was a little bit of like a bite to that but like I get it thank you (laughs) yeah which, yeah, he, yeah I, I really liked their relationship and that a lot of the, like, it came full circle. Yeah, he was a very good brother. Um, and that was also, like, a very sibling-esque relationship that they had. <laughs> yeah. Um, when she falls asleep during his story, and then he's like, all right, fine, I'm going to steal your bird. And then he shoots it down. And she's like, okay, well, I was going to wait for it to circle back, but that's fine. You can wait across the river to go get your bird <laughs> yeah they keep trying to one-up each other they were funny i liked them because mm-hmm. i definitely do that with my siblings um the line about the beaver literally cracked me up i like actually laughed out loud was when like when they're the french guys have them like tied around the tree and the predators like going ham on their <laughs> going ham on their asses and they're just like dying and she's like oh my gosh we have to get out of this like trap like i have to figure out how to get these ropes like uncut and she finds the the bear trap and pulls it near them and she starts telling him the story about the beaver and she's like yeah one time i like you remember when there was that flood there was a beaver that got stuck and it knew it was gonna die and so it chewed its own leg off in order to get free and he's like literally why are you telling me that while you have a bear trap right next to my arm and he's like freaking out and then she snaps the rope and goes i'm smarter than a beaver (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, Girl. and she was. <laughs> she was smarter yes. than him too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that that was a good one. Thank you so much. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, I well, I like that because you very much know at that point in time that a she's going to survive. They're both going to survive uh, because that's how stories go. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, they put just enough tension in that scene to where you're like, well, we know she has to survive, (laughs) but does he have to survive? I know. I was like, he can't die until later if he is going to (laughs) die. Yeah. Like, if he's going to die, it's going to be like the final showdown, like right before that and like the motivation, which it ended up being, of course. But yeah, like, I, I thought it was interesting, actually, because there was someone that I can't even remember, probably like on TikTok or something, where someone was talking about like the movie and they're like, yeah, I just feel like we didn't need the French trappers. And I was like, you did though, because you needed them to just be like, especially if you're hunting and it's a hunter Mm -hmm. movie, you definitely needed to have another like outside predator that is supposed to be like top of the food chain. So like they had guns and they have all their like traps and stuff that's not like wood based or like organic materials and so that would be like technically above in the food chain than like our main characters and so for the predator to like take them out makes it like oh crap that's gonna be a really hard kill we have to figure out how to do this a different way kind of a thing and i was like if they didn't have that then that's like the movie would have been literally so short (laughs) That's a interesting way to take it because I did not take that way it that way at all. Um, the way that I took it was because it is a period piece. Um, I figured that they just wanted to address the fact of like what could guns do at this point, um, <laughs> and you know, yeah, could, I like... <laughs> could like could a gun take it down? Which obviously it can't. Um, assuming you once again haven't seen any of the predators because this is a prequel. Um, oh yeah, do guns work in any of the other ones? I can't even remember you would know more than I would. You're right. I don't remember. (laughs) Because, like, even, like, the Predator in this one doesn't have as advanced technology because it is a prequel. Like, I know in the, like, the other ones, they definitely have, like, a lot more, like, they have, like, freaking lasers. (laughs) Like, I don't, they're crazy. That's what I've heard. Um, But I feel like in order... In order for this to have any type of happy resolution, they'd have to scale the alien to the time period. So yeah. I they I think they did right there. So that'd be like really unfair. And yeah. yeah, it would be like not as satisfying for them to win. You know, like if it would feel like, just, a like cheat. that's unfair. Like there's no way they would have actually pulled that off. Which yeah. they definitely made the way that she ended up getting the best of him super believable and i loved how they did it with it being a culmination of like all the lessons that she herself had to learn how to survive out there and then using it to ultimately get him yeah um well and they they foreshadow it several times um throughout the movie too where she's watching the three red dots the three the triangle yeah um and she's seeing she's connecting the dots in her own mind literally um, <laughs> <laughs> on how they work um and she's paying attention just like she yeah. did with the beaver trap um 
and with what she did with the yellow flower, um, mm-hmm. how it lowered her body temperature. She, um, like, oh, she sees something. Yeah, she sees something and then figures out how to use it to her benefit because she's smart, um, which they've already established and they just keep reestablishing. Yeah. Um, so that, as you said, it all culminates into her taking him down. Mm-hmm. And even down to the point of like, when she's like, oh, they don't see us as a threat. Like, they never make her seem non-threatening. Like, she definitely seems as good as everyone else at, like, throwing an axe, killing, like, the rabbits, getting, like, food and making, like, shelter and, like, supplies and healing people. And, like, even, like, they have an entire fight scene where she just, like, owns that one guy. That's like, no, yeah. you can't go find your brother. I'm gonna do... Like, they literally had to, like, double team her in order <laughs> to, like, get her. Yeah. And so... Like, it was it was cool because she was capable of doing all the things. They didn't, like, underestimate her ability. They just didn't want her to go and be so dangerous <laughs> and, like, be in such dangerous situations and stuff. And so for her to be like, oh, they don't see us as a threat is like, oh, they don't see, like, all of us, like, a commun- like all of us as mm-hmm. a threat, which means that we can survive because it's an actual hunter it likes the thrill of the hunt yeah. and she like tells her brother that and he oh dude that death scene that got me when he's like this is as far as i go he thinks i'm the threat it like was, he literally oh, attacked the thing just I so that he would get you. to seen as the thing and i was like bro that's so sad i feel like it was a cop out death i felt like it was cheesy I yeah I didn't want him to die I was like bro y'all both could have lived yeah well exactly because like not only have they established that she's smart um they've established that he he is smart and not obviously as smart and listens but like he's uh very competent sorry what was that he like listens because he caught the lion because of her plan that she had told him earlier Yeah, so he's he's smart enough to know when he's been outsmarted. Um, yeah. But they show his competence with um, the eagle, with the lion. He's made war chief. Um, so there's there's a history of him doing very well that they just don't yeah. show because it's all off camera. And so for him to, to just have him die so that... Just sacrifice like that? Like, yeah. okay, um, homie, you didn't have to die. No. I, yeah. Yeah. Be- I, um, I agree. They and they did it so just her could be the hero. Um, there definitely could have been other ways that they could have just made her the hero and have him still live. So yeah, like he could have just like lost a leg. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's that's what the the predator doesn't leave survivors. From the little that I know of the series, is I think you know he he he's kills everyone. Um, like that's his thing. Yeah, I think he like took the legs of the two those two French guys, but like they were definitely gonna die regardless. Yeah, um, but there's still ways. There's still ways to have him um, survive. Like she, like he could have been knocked out, and she could have dragged him somewhere and given him like the yellow flower. Um, yeah, like or he could. I was like, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, or he could have um, brought back two horses so they can both ride off together. Okay, um, them fighting the thing together though was so cool. Like yeah. the, the choreography high key was great. Yes, between the two of them. It was so cool. 
Um, I hated, I hated her parkour. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, I just, I don't think, I don't think that made any sense to me how she was running. I feel like she could have gotten just as where she needed to go just as fast, if not quicker without it. Um, I think they added that to look cool. And I mean, it certainly looked cool. They probably cool. did. Like, yeah. yeah, she looked awesome. And um, I did, I also had the question of like, is it necessary to be doing the parkour? Like the sliding made sense because like, yeah, yeah. you're going to go down hills and like, you know, tree branches and stuff. And I was like, but like, sure, I guess. Like, I think one of them made sense to me later was when she like kicked off the wall to do the the, like arrow and i was like okay that's cool like nice (laughs) there were definitely times it made sense um but when she's like parkouring to run just as fast as the horse as the horse that didn't make sense because first of all (laughs) there's no way she can run as fast as a horse second of all if she's wasting all the time jumping from tree to tree she's not gonna run as fast as the horse yeah but yeah but the fight scene when she goes to save her dog, yeah, I was so nervous the whole time. I'm I, not gonna lie. I was like, if this dog dies, I swear to God. The, I don't. I think that's. <laughs> this might be. There's one other movie I can't remember it. Um, but there's one other movie where the dog doesn't die, and literally every other movie, every every movie made that has a dog in it, the dog dies. It's so sad. Oh, here we go. I remembered it, of course. 101 Dalmatians. Although, they're trying to literally kill the dogs the whole movie, so. (laughs) They're literally trying to kill the dogs. Oh my goodness. So, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to find that Cliff movie. Um, You can cut that out. (laughs) I will. Um, But, yeah, the dog always dies in movies. Like that—that's a trope. That's a movie trope. I know. The I was dog about to dies. Be pissed. I was like, this dog is too good and too smart to die. So y'all better not let him die. And then he lived, and I was very happy about that. I was like, if the brother's gonna die, then like the dog can't. It's so funny that you mentioned how smart the dog is, um, because one of those behind-the-scene things that uh, <laughs> ended up coming up um, for me is that uh, they specifically adopted this dog for this movie. Um, it's not It's not a Hollywood dog. It, it wasn't a pre-trained dog. All the training that they did for it was specifically for this movie because they wanted this specific breed, which is a Carolina dog breed. Um, it's a wild dog breed that was, um, that was uh, actually around during that time. Oh, my gosh. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, a little fun fact trivia there. Should give him a little Hollywood paw print. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be I. That would be absolutely. Do they have adorable. that for for like animals and movies? They should. That's, I don't know. I feel like if if oh here we go. Here's another dog that lived. Um, Toto. From. <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Thank you. If if there was any Hollywood dog that has a paw print, it's probably Toto. You're right. Yeah. He actually got paid more. Toto, the dog, got paid more than um, Dorothy, the actress for Dorothy. 
Mm-hmm. According to Hollywood legend. That kind of makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised. Because, like, Hollywood would pay a dog more than a woman. <laughs> if mm. you if you ever want to go down, like, a rabbit hole of bad luck on a movie, there's certainly been worse. Um, but some of the behind-the-scenes things for Wizard of Oz is absolutely crazy. Like, you have the famous one that most people know about with um, the actress who played um, the, the bad witch. Um, she caught on fire. Um yeah, she I guess I didn't know that. Um part of it was the paint, the the green paint that she was wearing. Oh, which was also super toxic to her. Made her really <laughs> sick. Um and then uh you also have the Hollywood legend that um in the background of one of the scenes you see someone um like committing suicide, like you see them like hanging themselves from the trees. Uh yeah, so there's a lot of that. There's a lot of behind the scenes things that are absolutely Bro. crazy. And it's not even a horror movie. Why is it so no, cursed? It's not. Maybe it is a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, well, and maybe, maybe. Um, but <laughs> it's it's if you ever if you ever want to know um, more about movies, look at the behind the scenes. Um, look at the trivia. Look at the superstitions of Hollywood. Um, because you'll find some absolute wild stories. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I don't think I've heard any about this one, so <laughs> pray pray is so far a safe movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's no no curses here. Um Not yet. if anything, the white guys were <laughs> cursed for sure, because I'm so glad every single one of them died. Like I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I was like like, when I first saw the French dudes, I was like, dang it. Like, like I knew they were coming, and, like, I knew they were going to have to, like, you know, be scary and, like, villains and stuff like that because, like, obviously they're Frenchmen and traitors mm-hmm. and they're colonizers and, you know. And I was like, dang, like, they're going to have to, like, do bad things to our main character. And then I was I like, it the just translator. they just better get it, though. <laughs> like, they better get theirs. And they... They very much did. I actually really liked how they depicted the Frenchmen um, because I watch everything with subtitles and I thought it was super funny that they never translated any of the French. (laughs) I know. Okay, so first off, I thought the the translator was going to survive because he looked very reluctant to be there and to be a part of the whole thing. Yeah, I was Um, like, he's the only one with kind of like a tan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but he ended up dying too, which I was okay with. Um, Yeah. But the I, the not translating the French did kind of bother me <laughs> because I'm just so curious. I wanted to know everything that was being said. And I'm sure I could find some type of um, translation online. You probably but, could, yeah. Yeah. But I liked it because they do that to, like, they often do that to brown people in movies. Like, mm-hmm. like they'll do that to people in, like, television shows. Like, it'll be like, oh, he's from Mexico. And they'll be, like, speaking Spanish. Instead of just, yeah. like, saying what it is he's saying. And I was just like, dude, that's so funny that they did that in this movie. That they, like, were like, ah, French. Like, speaking French. And they, like, had, like, the French words and whatnot. But they never translated any of it. But any time that, um, that any of the the Comanche folks, like, were speaking their language, they would give you, like, what, it, like, what, what they said meant 
in the subtitles as well. So they would have it in the Comanche and then they would have it in English, like next to it. And I was like, wait, that's so funny. <laughs> and I loved I think it. it. I think it added to the authenticity of the film. Um, yeah. Because the, the main characters didn't know what they were saying. The brother and the sister had no clue what they were saying. Exactly. So I was we're like, not it's so nice. Yeah. And I think it was also kind of fun too because like the way that the Frenchmen were <laughs> the way that the Frenchmen were like shown in this film was very similar to how they would portray indigenous people in like cartoons and stuff where they're like overly um like they were like overly uh like loud and they took up a lot of space and they were like dirty and grungy and like savage quote unquote yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so i was like oh that's so funny that they portrayed the white guys like that like thank you so much because like i was really hoping that if we had to see white people that that would that would happen (laughs) because like i always think of like pirates of the caribbean too when they have like the the like indigenous folks of the island that he gets like stuck on and they just like like they make them seem like stupid and it's like that's so dumb like this guy literally is an idiot like he's the one that got himself trapped on an island Mm -hmm. these guys live here and have been living here and surviving for how long enough to have multiple generations of people so why are we making them seem stupid i don't know that's a dumb trope to me and i'm glad that this movie did not have that they yeah they did do they did portray that in several different ways like you said with the grunginess um, with the fact that they were wearing furs, um, <laughs> and they were wearing furs in a way that made them look animalistic because mm-hmm. um, uh, because the the natives weren't wearing them in that way either um, yeah and then at the river when she captures that one Frenchman like when mm-hmm. he's by the river. Um, trying to like drink water Um, yeah it was very much like you would see a scared animal do yeah literally he's like lapping the water (laughs) so yeah i think i think that was a good um reversal of roles very nice touch very nice touch i loved that (laughs) i think the other thing um that i thought was really cool hang on let me pull up my note so i can remember exactly what it was that i wrote down (laughs) um i really liked that even though the frenchmen had guns and like different technology they never made naro taibe seem like they had like primitive technology like even though it was like like organic stuff like wood and like vines that were like tied together or like different plants that they used like just because there were different types of technology compared to the predator like none of the technology seemed like it was any better or more dangerous in the terms of like how they were being used and tabe and naru like with their stuff and their ingenuity were just as much as a threat and it was like super believable that they would be either one of them like the frenchman or the predator I think it helps that they showed Naru um, uh, elevate her her axe by um, attaching. Which the honestly, rope to oh it. my gosh, that was so sick! Yeah, um, 
that I mean that that's really smart. Like you ask me to to improve an axe, and I can't tell you how. Um, aside from maybe <laughs> like putting another axe head on the opposite side and making it more dangerous, so it's a double X. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure already exists. So, <laughs> and I was like, this girl's got like freaking like a whip nunchuck, but it's like an axe. Like, dude, that's crazy. And then she has it to where she can pull it back and catch it. Yeah. It's also a boomerang. I'm sorry, what? The boomerang. (laughs) In a way, it is. In a way, it is. Um, But then not only does she uh, improve on the weapons that she has, she uses the other weapons. She uses the pistol. Um, She learns that very, very quickly. Um, And then she also learns... um, how to use the the helmet yeah like she figures that out she uses it it's it's really cool that she literally learns from every obstacle she's up against like even down to the quicksand that she gets stuck in in the beginning like she even uses that in the end she like pulls the guy pulls the the predator into the pit of quicksand so that that he can't like get away at the end when they first introduced the quicksand i I like my childhood fears unlocked. Um, <laughs> I know. I always think about the fact that there is quicksand that exists, and I've never encountered it. And I'm like, I literally would die. Quicksand. Like, they is, it's... literally had us watching everything having to do with like <laughs> it was like in every freaking cartoon. They were like, "Oh, quicksand! That's a very bad thing. Watch out for the you, quicksand!" Like in the backyard, you expect again, to and see it around every corner. I know, um, and I'm like, bro. Forget that the floor is lava. The floor is quicksand. <laughs> the floor is quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, like I had that exact thought when I when she was in the in the quicksand. I was like, oh my god, that's quicksand. And then I just like had you know one of those like flashbacks of every time as a child yeah. I saw quicks- quicksand. <laughs> yeah. <on the> screen. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, it's a bog, um, and and bogs actually do work that way. Um, yeah, where one wrong step and you're you're gone. And you know, it's also he- thick and heavy that it is hard to get yourself out of. Yeah, um, I honestly had hoped that it would kill the predator. That that would be what took him down. Um, because he didn't have. That we knew of. He didn't Mm. have a way to free himself. Um, So the fact that I think he just freed himself because he was so tall was kind of like, all right, you know, whatever, you're an alien. I can believe that. Sure, why not? Um, Did he free himself from it? I thought he, like, she, like, axed his ass and, like, pulled him Well, at one point, he disappeared under the bog. And then he came out of the bog. Oh, I think he was pulling on her. I can't remember to be honest. Um I feel like I feel like I, I remember him standing up though. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, 69. Yeah. <laughs> How do bogs like that work? Do they just not have a bottom? I think it's like the ocean. Um They just like keep going. Like I don't well, it depends on it depends on um, the area you're in. 
Um, and I don't know, I don't think that they so much as have a current in a bog, but I mean, like, you've been to the beach, right? Like, could Where you feasibly just, like, reach the bottom of a bog? Oh, yeah, there's gotta be a bottom. I mean, like, I know there's a bottom with quicksand. There is? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why this is so mind-boggling to me right now, but it's just like, yeah, he's 6'9", I wouldn't, I would actually <laughs> believe he probably, like, just was like, oh, here's the bottom. And just, like, push himself back up. <laughs> yeah. It's, I like, that's how I remember the scene. Is that he was just tall enough to, like, free himself, essentially. <laughs> but then if he was, I suppose it doesn't make sense that he did get sucked under. Um, oh, well. In the first place. Yeah. Because I, I just remember she, like, gets him in the quicksand Oh, you know what? I think it's that he was standing on top of it and was sinking. Because he's standing there, but he's, like, struggling to get out. And then because he's struggling is what's making him sink, like, lower. Yeah. And then part of his struggling was activating the the three, the, like, arrow helmet that she had in the tree. Uh-huh. That shot through him. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, yeah... That's what he like. I was obviously just got pull shot the through the head. It right now. <laughs> <laughs> like it shot through the head, and then he slumps forward, and then he's dead. Okay. How did she get the head without sinking? The helmet. Um, At least she shot it off of him. No, the the head, because she brings the head back. What? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Who Maybe. Won. That's just a fluke. <laughs> she got herself out of it the first time. She could get herself out of it again. She can get his head out. <laughs> she, yeah. she actually went the extra mile to kill him in the bog and then pull him out of the bog so that she could take the head back. Well, she had to in order to finish her... Um, in order like, to finish trial. Her, her trial. Yeah, I wrote the, da- the name down. The... Um, Kutamiya. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, that but, was... <laughs> that actually was kind of great how they ended it. I, I like that it was a very realistic ending. It wasn't just like, hey, I killed the thing. We're good. She's like, guys, we gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we gotta go. They killed a lot of buffalo. There are French people just, like, real close that are gonna keep killing our food stores. Like, we gotta go. <laughs> That's 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 a really good point. I didn't that because that surprised me too when I was watching it because I mm-hmm. fully expected, I fully expected her to um, be like, "Here's the head. I took care of them. The Frenchmen are dead. He's dead. We don't have to worry about anything." Because that's that's what you expect out of a movie is yeah. I took care of the problem, so we're good to go. But um, she's smart, smarter than me apparently, and the beaver, <laughs> yeah. And said, hey, we need to leave. It's not safe here. More Frenchmen are going to come. If one guy, one alien's here, more aliens are going to come. So probably get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that was a very fitting ending and I liked it. Same. Same. And it felt very, very deserved at that point. Yeah. I was like, thank goodness. Like, I was like relieved that 
the movie was like over but in the sense of i had so much anxiety through the movie not that it was like a bad movie <laughs> yeah um, like i was just waiting for some like act of racism or sexism like real bad you know like i was just waiting for it oh i feel like that's something that i expected going in but then once i saw how like pretty much how good of a brother he was Mm -hmm. um i forgot about it um because once again it was it wasn't that he was saying she couldn't be a hunter because she was a girl it was she can't be a hunter because she's not good at it she's not good at hunting (laughs) they're like why do you want to hunt so bad you're like not good at it (laughs) yeah well once again she's such an interesting like plot line to have well she's not good at it because no one trained her like, yeah. no one wants to train her, so she trained herself, and the fact that she is as good as she even is, mm-hmm. is a testament, once again, to how smart she is. Yeah, they're but, literally just like, you don't need to know how to hunt. Yeah. Like, you have all these other skills, why? Yeah. Such an interesting way. Like, because it normally would be something like, no, it is against mm. everything for a woman to be able to do this thing, because we are men stuff like that so it was just or like, oh, even just out just, of like, jealousy um, yeah because like i can't tell you how many times i've seen someone who is just absolutely perfect at everything mm-hmm. and then i think all right here's one thing that i know i'm perfect at and i've never seen them do it so at least this is the one thing i can be better at them <laughs> yeah and then and lo and behold that. they do it and they're perfect and you're just like gosh dang it and like that's a trope too of like when there are single leading women in action movies, I think we talked about it with like Atomic Blonde mm-hmm. um, when we reviewed that one, but like they often will make the woman like invincible for like no reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like, generally, okay. <laughs> yeah, they call that, generally, they call that trope um, Mary Sue where essentially the uh, female actor is able to just do everything um, yeah, and has essentially no personality. But they they avoided that very easily um, by giving her personality, by giving her things that she's bad at and things that she gets better at. And they give her just a multifaceted. And she learns from them and it's so good. Yeah. (laughs) They give her, yeah, they give her a great character arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they leave the rest of it open too, so that yeah, should they? I I don't think they should go, come back to pray. I th- fear that it wouldn't. They wouldn't do it as a good service. Um, like if they made a second, like with the same like actress and yeah, like character. Yeah, just yeah, because I can't see that. They've already got seven movies. They got seven movies, including the spinoffs. <laughs> Predator movies. <laughs> because they just want as much money as possible from the whole I'm, thing. I'm shook. We can't get Batgirl, but we can get seven <laughs> Predator movies. Like, at least at least now we actually have a Predator movie that's worth it. <laughs> Agreed. I'm, I'm willing to watch at least the first two Predator movies. The first yeah, one, I'll knowing that it's an one. 80s action movie. Um, I, like, I, 80s action movies are cheesy and bombastic. And, yeah, they're uh, fun. Yeah, super fun to watch. Plus, the second like, it's one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just so entertaining watching him do things. Yeah, just knowing yeah. that he was also because well, like, he's a huge character. 
Yeah, and he's literally a giant person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, what? That guy's just, like, walking around? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one, just because I feel like that would be a good way to end it, and then action movies typically don't get much better afterwards. Yeah, that, yeah. Like... Yeah. If they make it that far. If they make it that far. Usually they get a sequel and they call it good. They they get a sequel and it's literally so bad. So now it is time for the best segment, LOL, FMF, Fuck Mary Friend Zone, where we take probably the most prominent men in the movie because sometimes there aren't actually a lot of men because we tend to review movies that don't have a lot of men. Um, but... As a nice, like, turn of the tables and play on the fact that the friend zone doesn't exist. We are going to choose which of the men we would fuck, marry, or friend zone. <laughs> um, so in this movie, I mean, I'm not sure if we would consider the predator to be a man or not. So I'm going to skip Ooh, that him. That gets into a whole different genre of I'm not touching that. <laughs> he was very humanoid but i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there so we can do um tabe the brother um there was wasape i think i'm saying that right he was the the one that she ends up getting into a fight with that's kind of a dick yeah and then i don't know we could do the I think I guess kind of decent French guy or the really gross one with the big Well, beard. I think the the only other guy that she had like any type of meaningful connection with, if you want to call it that, would be the translator. Yeah, that would be Okay. Raphael. Do you want to do him? Cuz I think I feel like I mean, technically there's Itzy who is the one that she saves with the like the lion and then there's Puhi which is the one that like when she's running through the field he like pulls her down and then they like try to trap the thing together but yeah she probably has more screen time with Raphael yeah. so we can do Tabe, Wasape or Raphael okay <laughs> okay hmm Okay, this is actually yeah. kind of difficult. Um, Mainly. Hmm. Actually, no, I think I got it. Okay, you go first then. I'll go first. Um, We will screw off Raphael, friend zone, Wasape, and then Mary Tabe of the... Oh god, I probably it's probably gonna be the same for me. I like I flip flop though on Wasape <laughs> and Raphael just because um like even though Raphael was uh with the Frenchman, he at least helped her out. Like he was willing to like bargain with her with the pistol. <laughs> but I think overall, just fuck him, leave him, be done with him. Uh Wasape was useful more useful because he did try to fight um 
And he he did take her semi-seriously. Like, enough to actually fight her and know when he was um, outmatched because he had a pull in his friend. <laughs> he took her seriously <laughs> yeah. enough to punch her. <laughs> exactly. He didn't hold back. So he he respected That's her funny. in a way. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. So what would you rate this film? Like 10 being wouldn't make any changes, would watch it again. 5 being like if it's on, sure, why not? And then 1 just being like literally should never have released. I would probably give it about a six maybe a seven because if it was on and you know i needed to keep myself occupied while like eating a meal i'd watch it um but i don't think Mm -hmm. like if it was on and nothing else was on i would watch it i think that's when i would turn on like a streaming service um just because if i'm if if i'm not watching a streaming service then i'm not I'm looking for something more fast paced or more engaging than the pacing mm. for this movie. Um, but it is, but it is uh, a movie that I would recommend people watching, even if they don't like oh, alien sure. movies, even if they don't want to watch the predator movies. Um, I'd recommend it just because beyond that, it's a survival movie and it is a standalone film. Mm. It could be taken as a standalone film. Yeah. Yeah, it does stand on its own very well. I think, yeah, I'm probably in the same, same like realm. Like a, I'll probably give it like a seven, just because like it is groundbreaking for film just to have this type of representation, and it's actually good representation, which is crazy because there's like so many bad representations. And, like, even in all of the bad representations, there's still barely any representation. I'd definitely give it an Um, extra point for that. And, yeah, I would definitely... (laughs) I would definitely recommend it to people. Um, Even, yeah, like, it's... Like, even this kind of movie isn't, like, my type of, like, Mm go-to movie either. And, like, I would watch it again. I probably would want to watch it with other people, though. I don't know if I'd just watch it if it. I would, if I, yeah, I would do that. I would watch it again. I would watch it with other people if they hadn't seen it, um, and everyone was down to watch um, the movie because that rarely happens. Yeah. <laughs> everyone can agree on a movie, but yeah, if <laughs> if enough people agreed to watch a movie, watch it again, I would have no trouble watching it again. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> the best predator movie yes. out there <laughs> <laughs> all right so um i have to think a little bit because i honestly can't remember any movies that i've seen that are similar to this so okay. i'm gonna let you go first i, I do have three um there's there's the the obvious alien um with sigourney weaver a female-led action movie mm. against an alien that's about survival uh, where the female lead is smart. Um, she knows what she's doing and she uses that to her advantage. Um, stylistically, the next one I'd recommend is probably Mad Max. You know what? Yeah. Just because, you once again, it's a survival movie. It's a chase movie. Um, 
just the the scenery, the cinematography, the where they focus on um, the background almost as a character itself. Um, mm, yeah. And it just adds to the plot. It adds to the thrill of will they make it, won't they make it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, with female action leads, with supportive um, male co-stars. Mm-hmm. And then the last movie, if you want to watch a survival movie um, that's taken, that's out in the wilderness, it's on Hulu. It's called The Ledge. Um, and it's about the, these two girls who go camping, and they come across this group of guys, these this very sinister group of guys, Um and one of the girls gets murdered and the other has to survive through her wits alone um, on the sheer face of um, El Capitan. That sounds terrifying. It's, 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 <laughs> like, you're sitting oh on gosh. the edge of your seat wondering what's happening. The cinematography in it is beautiful. Um, they use a lot of drone shots um, because they can and they should. Uh, yeah. And... <laughs> Seems like the he safest will, Oh, option, most definitely. If I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, but it feels it feels like you're right there with her. Um, and it's just the gripping, will she make it, won't she make it. Nice. All right. I'm definitely going to um, recommend that Angelina Jolie movie because I actually enjoyed that one. What was that? To all the uh, ones who've wished me Netflix? dead. Was that Netflix? Yes. Um, I th- yeah. It was like a book I first. think it was uh, to all the ones who wish me dead. Let me see. Oh. It's just those okay. who wish me dead. It's a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, I'd recommend that one because it's pretty good action, really cool like survival stuff. I like it because she's not like a love interest really for anyone. And like it's just... I don't know, it's kind of nice seeing Angelina Jolie doing this again, because she hasn't really done it since, like, Tomb Raider yeah, days, Yeah, that's know? true. That's a good point, though. Just an so, a female action hero. I just really enjoyed not, it. not, like, her B story isn't a love interest story. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... This may be kind of a stretch, but television, I think... The Wilds would actually be a pretty good show to watch, especially the first season. Um, all female leads. They actually have two indigenous um, cast members and characters that have episodes dedicated to like their experiences, which is pretty dope. Um, and I mean, you should watch all of the other things that are by indigenous people. Um, definitely watch like Res Dogs though. That one's really good. Um, how many recommendations? I just gave two. Yes, didn't yeah. I? Technically, Res Dogs would be three, but like I feel like there's another movie. I don't know why, but this movie also. I'm not sure if I recommend this movie or not, but I'm gonna mention it. But the Alicia Vikander, um. Tomb Raider. Oh, I don't. I haven't seen that one. I've seen the Angelina Jolie one. Yeah, I've seen those ones, but I know the Alicia Vikander one was a lot more like the actual video game. 
I think like it the might more be recent video game. So to. it was a lot more like survival. Yeah, I think they're making a sequel. But yeah, I remember okay. not hating it. I've only seen it once. But I do remember it being like a lot more like survival um, based than fantastical mm -hmm. like the Angelina Jolie ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys enjoy uh, talking about movies and you listen to us talk about movies and want to do more of it, um, you guys can definitely follow our Instagram at Femnoir Podcast. Um, we are forming a just a little community on Patreon pretty soon, uh, so keep an eye out for that. Hoping to have some really cool and fun things uh, to do with you guys. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so much again. Bye. Bye.